Hello and welcome to this week's Market Pulse. I'm Matt Ford, CEO and co-founder of Sidekick, and this is your five-minute update on key market news and events with takeaways and insights from the Sidekick investment team. We've got some great stories this week, from defense tech to UK inflation and the future of gaming. So on to our first story this week, defense tech, a shotgun wedding between Silicon Valley and the Pentagon. The piece dividend is a term coined after the fall of the old Soviet Union. It describes the economic benefits of a decrease in defense spending and an increase in spending on areas like education or healthcare. Like citizens, governments have to budget carefully and choose where they spend their money. In economics, this choice between spending money on the military or other areas is called the guns versus butter model. In 1982, global military spending was 4.3% of GDP, but since then it's fallen steadily thanks to the collapse of the Soviet Union, and by 2021, it was only 2.2%. Global GDP is around $85 trillion, and so the difference between 4% and 2% is $1.7 trillion every year. That is a lot of money going to areas like social welfare, healthcare, and education instead of tanks and missiles. But thanks to actions by China and Russia over the last few years, NATO member countries are responding with plans once again to start increasing their military spending. The traditional acquisition model in the Western military industrial complex focuses on a few major defense contractors. China, on the other hand, operates what Steve Blank, co-founder of the Center for National Security Innovation at Stanford, calls the Silicon Valley model. They make use of public-private funds, and some estimate they've already invested more than $1 trillion into their tech sector. This approach seems to be paying off. Despite the US spending almost four times more than China on defense, China's taken the lead in some key technologies, including small drones and hypersonic missiles. But this could all be about to change. Last year, NATO launched a fund to invest in startups focused on technologies like AI and novel materials with military applications. In the US, the Biden administration recently requested funds for a new unit at the Pentagon called the Office of Strategic Capital. Their goal? To attract long-term investment by VCs into startups producing technologies seen as critical to the military. Investors on both sides of the Atlantic are paying attention to the emerging defense tech opportunity. But there are some challenges. You usually can't hold a global auction to sell your startup if you're involved in a sensitive military project. And this potential smaller pool of buyers could impact exit valuations. Military projects are often much longer than five to seven years, where potential investors and VCs might look to exit. But for now, these barriers don't seem to be holding back investment. Global deal activity in aerospace and defense averaged $25 billion during 2021-2022, more than double the 10 billion average from 2015 and 2019. It unfortunately seems like NATO member countries might increasingly opt for guns over butter in the coming years. Startups from Silicon Valley to Europe positioning themselves for what could be a big opportunity. We would of course much rather see public capital being spent on the transition to the green economy or areas like universal healthcare, but we can't ignore the rising likelihood of remilitarization of NATO member countries. If this happens, it could materially impact the global investment landscape. On to our second story, red hot UK inflation and more interest rate heights. Despite rapid increases in UK interest rates, inflation is still red hot. Last week, inflation came in higher than economists expected and prompted the Bank of England to hike interest rates another 0.25%. This takes the base rate to 4.25%. UK consumer price inflation was 10.5% in December last year. In January this year, it fell to 10.1% and raised our hopes that the worst was behind us. But last week, we got the number for February. Inflation re-accelerated to 10.4%, almost back to the December peak. 
It's not all bad news, though. The higher number was driven by historically volatile clothing and footwear prices. Inflation in the services sector, considered by some to be a better indicator of the underlying price pressures, was lower than the Bank of England forecast. This is a positive sign. UK consumers are also a bit more upbeat. Retail spending increased 1.2% in February, and consumer confidence continued to improve from the lows in September 2022. The Bank of England still expects inflation to fall fast over the course of 2023. They expect the reopening of China could help alleviate some of the pressures in the global supply chains, partly responsible for higher inflation. Energy prices are also falling, and this should help stabilise prices. But this doesn't necessarily mean we've seen the last of the interest rate hikes this year. Some economists predict we could see one more hike in the base rate to 4.5%. The Bank of England is adamant they need to see concrete evidence that inflation is falling towards their target before they consider cutting interest rates. While inflation is still high, underlying economic indicators suggest things are going in the right direction. And so inflationary trends could improve as we head into 2024. And on to our final story this week, the future of gaming, AI-powered user-generated content. Gaming is big business. Where it used to be a pastime for teenagers, those teenagers have grown up and they still love spending time playing games. Last year, more than 3 billion people globally played video games. And in developed countries, more than 60% of people play games, almost half of them women. The gaming industry is likely to expand faster than any broad entertainment category, including video and music streaming. But people don't just like playing games, lots of them are also creating games and content for other users. Roblox is a global platform where millions of people gather to share experiences with each other in user-generated 3D worlds. The Roblox vice president said he believes the future of gaming is user-generated content. Such high-quality user-generated content has taken video by storm, and thanks to generative AI, gaming could be next. Generative AI could disrupt the gaming industry by democratizing game creation. The easier it becomes to create high-quality 3D content and creative game mechanics, the more people will likely get involved in creating games. And as games get better and more creative, it could lead to more gamers. This virtuous cycle has the potential to unleash explosive growth in the gaming industry. But it's not just traditional gaming that might benefit from democratization of the creative process. The success of the metaverse could depend on how easy it becomes for users to create new 3D content. Adobe and YouTube have empowered millions of content creators around the world. We believe the integration of generative AI into creative workflows could accelerate the production of increasingly complex user-generated content. Initially, we'll likely see exciting new games for existing platforms like PCs, consoles, and smartphones, but eventually it might bring us closer to the ever-elusive metaverse. And if the metaverse becomes a place where we have hundreds of millions of monthly active users, it could unleash a wave of demand for new VR hardware that might one day rival the mighty smartphone. So that was it for this week. As always, we hope you're enjoying these updates, and if you want to hear more from the Sidekick team as we build out our wider product, you can sign up to our waitlist at www.sidekickmoney.com. We hope to see you next week, but before we go, some important disclaimers. It's important to note that the content of this market pulse is based on current information which we consider to be reliable and accurate. It represents Sidekick's view only and does not represent investment advice. Investors should not take decisions to trade based on this information. Sidekick is not yet regulated, but has applied to the FCA for authorization to operate. Prior to Sidekick becoming fully authorized, none of the information provided is intended as an inducement or an invitation to apply for any Sidekick product or service.